2: Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
3: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" And welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and 24 hours after Barbados, it still feels like we're in a state of shock following England's 381 run defeat to the West Indies. Saying that, the locals we uh, came across last night and our evening out seemed in pretty good spirits. Funny that. With an unexpected extra day, though, between the first and second test, we have a couple of following-on specials for you today and tomorrow. You will hear from England coach Trevor Bayliss today, who is dismissed out of hand. The reason England lost the first test was because of poor preparation. The
4: guy getting bowled out for 77. I don't think it's got anything to do with uh, preparation or technique. I think it's got more to do with you know, our mindset um, and, and you know, having to tough it out and, and get through those tough periods. And uh, you know, We weren't up to it.
3: And we will also cross to India, where Sam Billings and the England Lions have also been struggling.
2: A couple of uh, brainless bits of cricket, um, especially in this kind of, in these conditions against a top quality side, they'll punish you. And we really should have won this one. So. Um, it's yeah, it's a difficult one to say this
3: one. You will hear the full interview with Sam later as well as more from Trevor Bayliss. And if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Well, welcome to the show and uh, as you can imagine, the Talk Sport team, the England supporters and dare I say it, the England players still struggling to come to terms with the events on days 1-4 uh, to four at the Kensington Oval. A real surprise, not that the West Indies won the game so much but maybe the manner of the defeat. Uh, the recriminations are, are going to last for a couple of days at least. There's going to be questions about the uh, team selection, there's going to be questions about the squad selection uh, and questions about why England seemed to lurch from being wins to even bigger defeats uh, all of that to come this week uh, but for now let's just hear a little bit about what Trevor Bayliss, the coach had to say speaking to Andrew McKenna uh, he's of the opinion that the preparation well that isn't to be blamed Trevor fair to say that first test did not go your way in any way shape or form uh,
4: no certainly no uh, totally outplayed in all departments batting bowling and fielding as well um, yeah,
0: congrats to uh, West Indies they, they played extremely well going back to the first morning. How difficult how close a call was it spinner or Stuart broad
4: uh, no spinner always in um, between you know, Curran and, uh, and um, broad um, yeah you, you, make deci- you make a decision you uh, make a decision before a game starts uh, you know, hoping that uh, the guys you pick go out and play as well as we know they can do or bowl as well as we know they can do and you take Anderson and, uh, and Stokes out of the equation, you know, and maybe yeah, one spell from Mo. I thought we uh, we probably didn't bowl anywhere near as well as we, uh, we as we have done in the past.
0: I mean, the truth is, you make that decision, but Stuart Broad might have made a difference in terms of restricting the West Indies runs, but that wouldn't have changed being bowled out for 77. And in truth, that was the real big problem. Well, exactly. I mean, even uh, you know, even if
4: we uh, even if we oh, I thought, look, to be honest, I thought you know, knocking them over for 280 odd. Um, I, um, in that first innings, I thought, yeah, look, we're in the, in the box seat here. We go out and make a good score of uh, yeah, 4, 450 and, uh, and put them under pressure in the second innings. But
0: uh, you make 77, you're not going to win too many games. I don't know how much information that Danny and the rest of the press team have been giving you but since the 77 there's been a lot of talk on social media in some of the, the reports and from fans asking about the preparation. We spoke after the university game at the 3W's uh, the, the, the ground. Are you happy with the preparation that England were in as good a position as they could be to face four fast bowlers coming into this test match? Uh, well it was exactly the same preparation as we had in Sri
4: Lanka and we won 3-0 there. Um... We had uh, we had two practice games, two four-day games in Australia, and we lost four-nil there. Um, the guy getting bowled out for 77, I don't think it's got anything to do with uh, preparation or technique. I think it's got more to do with you know our mindset um, and and yeah, having to tough it out and,
0: and get through those tough periods. And uh, you know we weren't up to it. Is there anything? I mean, if there is something that maybe you can tweak with preparation, I mean, I don't know what it would be because if you played another game, you'd still be playing the opposition that maybe a West Indies board 11 selects. You can't choose the opposition you play against. Yeah, look,
4: the team we played against was a very strong team. Having said that, if it was a four-day game, we'd have spent two days on the beach. The game was over in two days anyway. Um... Look, it is what it is. There's so much cricket on these days. Um, it is difficult to fit uh, to fit games in. I, I look to be honest. I'm all for playing in um, you know, first-class matches in, in warm-ups, um, you know, before a series. But the simple fact is, you know, if you've only got time to play four days of cricket, how do you give everyone in uh, you know in the squad time in the middle? I mean, we can play a four-day game and eleven guys get an in- uh, get, you know, get a bat and a bowl, you go through a, you know, one or two test matches and you want to make a replacement well that guy hasn't had a bat for probably two months in a, in a, in a match so it, look it is difficult but it is what it is these days and um, yeah, we've got to be able to deal with it
0: On to Antigua for the second test match in a strange way your job as coach to pick everyone up I would imagine might be slightly easier than after some losses because it's been so one-sided you'll be hoping that the players can almost pick themselves up I guess Look,
4: unfortunately, we've been in this uh, situation before where we haven't batted very well at all. Um, and the next game, we've come out and played extremely well. Um, you know, I'm, you know I, I think we'll probably do the same again. The, you know, the, guy, the boys are in the dressing room there hurting um, a lot. And that's, to be honest, that's a good sign. You know, if they're in there not hurting the way where they played, you know, you'd be worried. But um, they're very, very disappointed with the way they've played and know they can play a lot better.
0: Was it technical or mental?
4: Uh, I think more mental than anything. Um, yeah, you, know, you can have the worst technique in the world if you, uh, you know, if you, you've, you've got enough guts and determination, and you know, you're watching the ball close enough. Technique's obviously important, um, but oh, look, I think they had a fairly simple game plan, um, and yeah, you know, we weren't up to we, it. It broke in the in the second innings. I thought we started to go about things pretty well in that, uh, you know, this morning. Um, but you know, constant good line and length, and not allowing us to
0: get off strike, just uh, you know, built that pressure up, and we. And, and we succumb to it. It may be a question for a couple of weeks down the line when you've actually had time to analyse it but of course if your team have struggled it's because the opposition have played really well. How impressed were you with what the West Indies have done over the four days?
4: Oh, I thought they were extremely good. Like the uh, their bowling didn't give much away. You know, they, As I said they, they bowled a good length more than anything. They didn't give easy runs away. They didn't give easy boundaries away. Um, yeah, that, I thought they were magnificent. I mean that that doesn't mean that we uh, can't get through or shouldn't be able to get through those uh, tough periods because you should be able to. Um, but I thought, they, uh, you know, I thought they stuck to their game plan pretty well. Um, you know, I was pretty happy with the way we, we bowled against their top order but obviously the, you know, the one big partnership in the second innings uh, really took it away from us.
0: Coaching can often be black and white. You're 1-0 down in a three-match series. You've got to win two games to win this series. It's, a, it's as black and white as it gets. <laughs> well, we're still a chance. Um, you know, and I'd expect
4: that uh, we'll come out and play some good cricket. We'd come out and play some good cricket, um, well then we give ourselves a very good chance of winning.
3: Andrew McKenna with the England coach, Trevor Bayliss. We're going to hear more England uh, player content, exclusive content throughout the week when we get to Antigua. Uh, the third uh, test match in St Lucia, of course, but the second one is back-to-back. Just four days uh, was going to be three if uh, this test match had gone all five. So not a lot of time for England to turn things around. Uh, Not just the England team that have been struggling of late. The England Lions have been in India playing a very strong England uh, or rather India A side. Uh, They've gone down to defeat again. And Michael McCann uh, was in Kerala and he caught up with the captain, Sam Billings. So Sam, the series is gone your thoughts on that that third ODI and what seemed like quite a preventable defeat
1: with the bat particularly when you're chasing 173 most of the time you'd expect to chase that
2: yeah we expected to chase it today as well but um a couple of uh, brainless bits of cricket um especially in this kind of in these conditions against a top quality side they'll punish you and uh we just didn't get we needed one uh, substantial partnership really to get us close um um, two ideally and that would have been game set match really for this and it's another game which is really disappointing because we really should have won this one so um, it's yeah it's a difficult one to take this one
1: From a personal viewpoint the last few years you said the other day that you've been starved of competitive cricket where do you see yourself at now in terms
2: of your game and trying to break back into that full England ODI squad Yeah you don't look too far ahead obviously um, I've, I've got to be more consistent we see that 100 in the first ODI but I'm, in, I'm enjoying just playing a substantial amount of cricket um, and this will definitely help me going forward and um, hopefully, like you said, break back into that side but I'm not really concentrating on that at the moment, I'm just looking to enjoy my cricket, um, enjoying playing regular cricket and, and ultimately... Um, yeah you look at it different ways I've, I've still got a lot of different opportunities around uh back back to chennai with the ipl um as kind of as holders so uh hopefully make some contributions there and uh, obviously kent going back into division one uh, captain kent and uh, being a very strong white ball outfit now as well i've got a lot of um, performance to put in for them so there's a lot of cricket to be played and look, um, no, I'm just enjoying it as long as we're winning unlike today um, that's, the, that's the main thing
1: and you get to have the gloves of course for Kent but England it seems like at the moment have only got about a gazillion different wicket keepers so are you very much focusing on your batting as that route back into the England
2: ODI side Abs- absolutely yeah uh, there's only one wicket keeper unfortunately and um, yeah i am just going to get in by weight, sheer weight of runs you look at um, obviously Johnny Best had the gloves in the test matches and uh, now Ben Fokes has got them but the same in, in the white ball form um, and deservedly so so um, yeah I've just got to I've got to be the next best batsman uh, and kind of the most I suppose my strength actually is being able to bat one to seven and uh, bat in that middle order as well as potentially up the top um, definitely more suited to that middle order and, and later order but um yeah, that's that's what I've gotta do. I've just gotta be consistent with the run getting, that's all. And you speak of that versatility and how that could
1: help you get into that fifteen man squad, come the the cricket world cup. Do you has the last few years with England being sort of in limbo caused you you're a very confident young chap, but has it caused you to question your yourself, believe at all? Has there been times where it's felt difficult to, to kind of know what more you can do to break in as such?
2: Um no, I wouldn't say I've questioned it. I know I'm good enough and I know I've got plenty to offer in an England shirt. Um, I've got no doubt about that. and um, So that's exciting. There's, there will be an opportunity. It's just up to me to be more consistent with my opportunities um, and taking them. So I've shown glimpses of what I can do. Um, and yeah, I've like I said, I've just got to really kind of back the truck up. Um, no, it's, it's been a tough few years because I haven't played much cricket, so I felt as if my games probably stood still because I've been running drinks as opposed to maybe playing line stuff or uh, still developing that way. But um, yeah, th- that's the biggest thing is that I'm just playing cricket and I'm enjoying it again. So. Uh, that's, that's the biggest thing for me, if I'm honest, with And just take us back
1: quickly to 2015, the environment that you came into, a very different England ODI environment. What do you think was that you've spoken about mentality, but just talk a bit more, what exactly has changed to bring this England and ODI side coming into this World Cup into such a brilliant state after that disastrous World Cup four years ago?
2: A lot, as I said the other day, it's the mentality and having the players Good enough, and the way they naturally play to execute that mentality. So, yeah, you've got you've got players there. You've probably got a squad of twenty blokes actually that would would play international cricket around the world as well. So, um, yeah, it's the way the game's played and and move forward. And uh, as I said the other day, it's it's come from. Obviously, Morgie setting an example and and having the ability to back the players and, and have the players there to be able to play that way as well. So um, there's no point playing uh, having a mentality, but not having the people or the personnel to be able to execute that mentality. It won't work. So it's a combination of both. We there's a group that's good enough to play in that way. So. I'm very excited.
3: Well, interesting to hear what Sam had to say, not just about the uh, defeat in India, but also uh, his thoughts about getting back into the England side and his feelings really about uh, how he's almost like trod water for the last couple of years carrying drinks He's exceptional talent and uh, I'm sure he will be back in the fold before long uh, that's pretty much all we've got time for though for this edition of following on tomorrow uh, we're going to have a- another special show a chance to listen back to an interview that took place in the lunch break of the first test match in Barbados when uh, Neil Manthorpe was joined by Barney Douglas a film director um, on a film that charts England's rise to number one in the world and a player who was very much a big part of that Matt Pryor All. Also- a big part of Talk Sports cricket coverage uh, join them so that's tomorrow's show and then we'll be back t- to normality uh, in Antigua broadcasting from The Wreck, a very famous cricket ground and uh, one which conjures up but plenty of memories not all of them positive from an English persuasion uh, that uh, pretty much is all we've got time for though you've been listening to Following On and to never miss an episode be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app see you tomorrow